Hello and welcome back to the podcast Life Worth Living with Mike Offlerbach. I'm here today sitting on my front porch. Thunderstorms are rolling around so you may hear some thunder in the background. You may hear a little wind but I tell you what I sit out here on my front porch and I live on a small farm and the wind is blowing just slightly. We got the sprinklers going because I live in South Texas and don't you know in South Texas right now when it hits August one, it gets hot, and two, it gets dry. So just the sound of thunder thunder, and seeing it around is a blessing in itself. So I figured, well, I'm going to go sit on the front porch and see if I can't record me a podcast. So as I'm sitting here, and I've been thinking about this, I've been thinking about the beginning and when we were created in the beginning and how God created the heavens and the earth. And scripture starts off in Genesis chapter 1, and it's in the beginning, God hovered over the earth. He hovered over the waters, over the deep. It was dark, it was void. There was nothing there. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Yes, most people, even if you're not a believer in Christ, you understand that verse because you hear it. We do it when we turn the light switches on and let there be light and turn the light switches on. We quote the Bible. Most people don't even know they're quoting scripture most likely. But yes, that is actually in the Bible. God said, let there be light and there was light. And then he separated the darkness from the light. And that was evening and morning the first day. Interesting note here. I want you to understand that he said, let there be light, and there was light. The sun and the moon and the stars weren't created until day four. And on day four, he created them that they would shine light onto the earth. But day one, two, and three, the only reason there was light and the light and the darkness were separated was because God said there would be light, and he separated them himself okay that's very important to understand i mean that's that's not just like eh, that's like wow what are you serious right now yeah i am i am serious right now god said let there be light and it was his light that was shining forth words that he spoke brought forth light and he separated the light from the darkness now you want to take it a step further let's take it a step further scientists now have begun to discover, and they actually started discovering this a few years back in mice, but now if you go on the internet and you just Google search or Yahoo search or ask Jeeves if Jeeves is still around, I don't know if he's still around or not, maybe that was a 90s and 2000s thing, I don't know, but Jeeves, you can ask him and look for light at conception. L-I-G-H-T at conception search that out and you'll see a video of they have now come on now somebody got a hollow praise for Gaudia because they have found that there is a spark of light at conception when the male sperm meets the female egg come on now somebody say something somebody tell me that we're an accident. Somebody say, oh, that's just an accident. God said, let there be light in the beginning. And then the 
life, when man and woman come together and there's conception at the beginning, there is a spark of light. Come on. They say it's from zinc. They say it's called a, a zinc flash. And so whatever that means, there is a flash of light at conception. You know, and I just don't see that as an accident. And a lot of people say, oh, well, you're blind and you're just... Uh, you're not open-minded, you're closed-minded, you don't know what you're talking about. And I say, you know what? It takes a lot of faith and open-mindedness to believe in a creator, right? I mean, but it's just a no-brainer. I mean, I, I'm sorry, that that's the way I feel and that's the way I see things because there's just too many things in this world, for one, that coincide with Scripture and historically they're finding scientifically and historically more and more and more and more evidence to support the Bible and the truth that is in the Bible. And you've got a God here who is very good to his people. Okay, and we'll get into that to him later. We'll get into that later on because I know there's a lot of people saying, how is God good? He led wars and a lot of people to die and he brought forth famines and he killed people here and killed people there. And I'll say this right off the bat. First off, people always had a choice. God always gave them a choice. Second off, that's his prerogative. He created the heavens and the earth. I still follow the Lord thy God, Yahweh. I follow Jesus Christ, and I am led by the Holy Spirit of God. Do I make mistakes? Oh, you betcha I make mistakes. I make plenty of mistakes, and I have no problem owning up to those mistakes when they're called out to me. And you got to understand, each and every day, the second part of that verse in the beginning, after God said, let there be light, and there was light, and he separated the light from the darkness. Come on now. He separated the light from the darkness. He showed us an example of how to live our lives, okay? For those of us that have chose to confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, and have been saved, he is the light. The Holy Spirit comes into us, shines a light, and the darkness that is in us begins to fade away. We're allowing God to come into us and separate the light from the darkness. And when he shows us darkness, when he shows us that we're wrong, we need to confess it and repent or turn away from it, run from it. Do not allow it to be a part of our lives any longer. We need to get rid of it, okay? Allow God each and every day to separate the light and the darkness that is inside of you. Do not allow the darkness to overtake the light because we can do that. There's many things in the world that will push and push and push and push and push, and it will try and overtake us. Do not allow that to happen. Ask the Holy Spirit to continue to reveal the light of Christ in you each and every day. Continue to push out the darkness and change you from the inside out. That's what it's about. Christians, same thing in the world. You can't go to somebody in the world that doesn't know Christ and tell them how stupid and ignorant they are because they need to believe in a God and a creator of the heavens and the earth. Be the example. A lot of times you are better off being an example than you are bashing somebody about their beliefs and why their beliefs are ignorant and wrong okay there's loving ways to do it bashing is not a loving way to do it yes there are others out there that do a great job at it you know ray comfort he does a great job on way of the master and kirk cameron along with him i think they do a great job doing it in a loving way but i'll be honest with you even in a loving way is going to bring forth negativity and wrath back on you 
if the person is not ready to receive Christ. Because they don't know any better. They're being blinded by the world. They're blinded by the master of the world, who is Satan, and by his demons. And he has blinded them, and they can't see the truth and don't understand the truth. And that's always frustrating. Okay, it's frustrating, especially when you're fighting against principalities and spiritual forces that are unseen. Okay, and we know that's what we're fighting against, not flesh and blood. We're not fighting the other people. We're fighting the principalities of the unseen world. Okay, so don't get frustrated to get out there and keep sharing the gospel. Keep sharing the gospel of the kingdom of Christ because the kingdom of God is here now. The kingdom of God is here within us. Jesus Christ is here through the Holy Spirit. We are his hands and feet, and we are supposed to be going out and teaching each and every day and being examples each and every day. God taught through Christ again and again and again. He did it by action and by touch and with speech all combined together. Okay, He, he put it all together. So we need to be doing the same thing each and every day. Let's not destroy one another anymore, Christian. Stop destroying each other. Be a follower of Christ. Don't just be a Christian. A Christian is just somebody who says, hey, I believe in Jesus. A follower of Christ is one who is daily repenting and changing and allowing themselves to become more like Christ and actually following him, following him as a disciple. Let us take that mentality of discipleship on that Christ put forth in the earth. Read the Gospels. See how he did discipleship and do it the same way. He spent a lot of time with his disciples, opened himself up. They traveled with them. They slept with them. They wept with him. They did all kinds of stuff with them each and every day, ate with them. And he spent time with them, showing them who the Father truly was. We need to do that each and every day. We need to spend time with people that we care about and love, and even those that we honestly don't, okay, to show the love of Christ, and he will prevail. Go forth today, live your life worth living. I hope you have a wonderful and great day, and we'll see you back next time.